the hard shoulder on Newstalk with Nissan subscribe and drive no deposit no compromise no fuss find out more at nissan.ie uh, we've been broadcasting today from the, the beautiful surrounds of the Europe Hotel on the shores of Loch Lane here in Killarney, looking across at uh, Killarney National Park. And because we are in the kingdom, delighted to say joining me for the Thursday interview this week is the independent TD, Michael Healy Ray. Michael, you're very welcome to the show. Good evening, and you're all very welcome to the kingdom of the world, County Kerry. Is it, are you like kind of uh, Patsy Dan up on Tory Island before he passed away? The king, the, the king welcoming <laughs> us to his kingdom. Oh God, I don't know. Well, uh, I, I'd put it to you this way. I'm very happy to be in Kerry because a day out of Kerry, like the late John B. Keane said, is a day waste. <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell you, we really appreciate you being here with us in the Europe because there's somewhere else you're meant to be. Oh I yes, understand. well, I, I, I have to apologise to my daughter, Rosie, Rosie Healy Ray, who's getting married tomorrow to Michal O'Shea from Kinmare. I'm supposed to be at the rehearsal. I'm not oh, there because I'm here, but I will be there later on tonight. So I'm sure they'll manage the rehearsals without me. But um, anyway, I just want to wish the two of them, they're a young couple, starting out. Uh, Rosie works in Post, and uh, Michal works with Kimair Planter. And... Um, they're two hard workers. I wish them good luck and I hope they'll be happy all the days of their lives. Yeah, well, we wish them the same to Rosie and Michal. We wish them the absolute best of luck tomorrow and the best as well with the, with the rest of their lives. I mean, I suppose your only job really tomorrow is to walk straight up the middle of the aisle, which I'm sure you can manage. I'll manage that, all right. I'll keep a straight line. I don't drink anymore, so I, I go on straight lines all the time. Yeah, so I'll have no problem that way. Would your family be used to you missing things? Yes, well, I suppose one thing about politics is there's no such thing as half measures in our house. Um, I, I I worked very closely with my late father, Jackie, and uh, when he would have been taken up a lot, um, we'll say, with votes for supporting previous governments and things like that, and he was very uh, tied up and I was, we'll call it, to his back all the time doing clinics attending public meetings and covering for him in County Kerry when he wasn't able to be here. And I always had the mentality, and I'm not trying to tell you I was right. I, I, I have no doubt I was probably wrong. And if you were to ask me to condemn myself, I would condemn myself for this. Um, we'll say the children would have been small at that time, you know. And uh, like if it was a case of politics and what I would call the road, are being at home to attend to this or that or the other thing. There was never a question. There was never a doubt. The politics always came first. Why? Um, I suppose it was, it, well, first of all, it was my job to watch his back. I was a county councillor myself and um, I was really, how do I say, combing the area, which was the Cloglin electoral area at that time and making sure that I would, I had only barely got elected myself and uh, I wanted to prove that I was a worthy uh, uh, politician to represent that area. I wanted them to see that I wasn't sparing myself, that I wasn't uh, not attending things, that I wasn't always available. And it was a matter of no matter what anybody asked, the answer was never no. So it, this was the job you'd signed yes. up for, yes. essentially. And but like, but, but no I, one was forcing you to do that job. Yes. Right? That's what I mean by yeah, why. But, but yes, but you see, this is it. And you're 100% right, because I was just going to say that uh, in case anybody thinks, oh, God, is, is, he, is he 
trying to look for praise or something. Like, absolutely not. It was just very matter-of-fact stuff. And, like, all I was doing was, it was, we're here in, in, in uh, the Europe Hotel, owned by uh, the... the the, the Lieber family, and like it's the same as a person working in 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 Lieber cranes. I mean, it was my job. It was my job to be there. It was my job to turn up, and uh, I, I it was just uh, at that time, and it still is today. It's all consuming, which is fine because, like I said, that's what you sign up for. And I always say that when you're a politician. You're a servant of the people. And it's like a person saying, well, do you mind me asking you or, or would you mind going to, or could you do this? Like my answer always is, sure, that's my job. That's what we're there for. And it's very matter-of-fact stuff, you know? Like you're there to work for people. And it's not in a half-measured way. Mm. Like it's you either give it your full commitment and the day that I would be tired or the day that I thought that I couldn't do it right, that's the day that I wouldn't put myself forward. You only put yourself forward if we're willing to be 100% uh, committed to the job at hand. And you, you haven't had that day yet, but have you ever come close to it? I mean, there must have there been times, you know, you're missing the wedding rehearsal tonight, but have there been other times you've missed things and you've been on the road and maybe it's been late at night? No, And you've just thought, is, no, this, is this worth it? No, because I enjoy it. And like, there's very positive aspects to then when things go right. Um, but do your family enjoy it that you're gone so much? I mean, like, I don't want to be insulting. Is it a bit of a selfish attitude? Say, well, I enjoy it, so I'll keep doing it. And well, I suppose, do not the answer Rosie to that. Her do, reception. Do, do not the answer to that. You might be right. But the way I'd look at it is you can't be everything to everybody. And um, like my attitude is, is I have a job to do. And as long as I'm there to do it, I will continue. But can I give you an example of, of satisfaction? Mm. And this is more important than, than all the gold in China. And I'm going to give you an example because I know the two families won't mind me giving the example because it's been in all the media and everything, so it's not divulging confidence or anything like that. There were two families, one here in, in County Kerry and one in Cork. And they, unfortunately, have uh, two very sick children. And uh, most unusually... Uh, the treatment to help those two children, which is absolutely essential, and there's a time constraint on it. It had to be had to be as administered before they're two year, years of age. It's to do with their body weight more than their age. Mm. Right? And um, the parents came to me to campaign for the funding. Um, and you often hear people now fighting about government and give you out about government and saying, "Oh, government are useless and they didn't do this and they didn't do that." Well, this is the opposite. Because I said it last night in the Dáil, I was humbly grateful and thankful to government. Because these two children, they needed um, a course of treatment. It's injections and it's um, a very specialised treatment. But it's two million euros per child. So four million euros was needed, but literally to save their lives. So I raised that campaign uh, I was grateful to journalists who, who gave it national profile. Um, all the radio stations, the newspapers, uh, Mick Clifford in the Examiner, the local rad uh, radio here and the local newspapers here, the Kerriman, Kerizai, everybody was very good. It was like a giant campaign. Then other politicians came on board from all sides and I want to thank every one of them. And it was like a massive effort. And last night in the Dáil, and believe me when I said this to you, I had my head down and I thanking the government. And I said, I thanked from the Taoiseach to the Minister for Health, to the people in the HSE that looked at this case then and said, yes, we have to do this. And it proved a point to me 
that you know you can do things that are so important they're more important than any politics in the world but if being a voice and being an advocate for situations like that and all you're doing is giving those children a thing they're perfectly entitled to a fighting chance in this world the same as every one of the rest of us and um uh, that satisfaction to me, and you might say to me, why why would you want to be doing politics all the time? Well, that's an example of why you would, that you would feel that, well, you'd make in your own small little way that you're making a difference and that you're helping a situation, you're helping a family. And if you can do that, I mean, that's like scoring a goal in an All-Ireland or in a Munster final and it being the winning goal. Like, that was me getting my All-Ireland medal in for, for that month, do you know? And and those things are important to me and to every other politician because I know plenty of politicians that mm. are above there. And, like, I, I'll tell you out straight, when I hear people saying, oh, politicians, oh, they're all in it for this or for that or for the other thing, like, that's rubbish. And I'll tell you why it's rubbish. There are politicians above there. They could be running businesses. They could be running companies. They could be making an awful lot of money to, for themselves if they wanted in in what I'd call the real world. Yeah. Right? But instead, they're public representatives. And I don't care whether they're councillors or senators or TDs. They're people who are committed to being a public representative. If you are just tuning in to The Hard Shoulder coming to you live from the Europe Hotel in Killarney, Michael Healy Ray, the Independent TD, is my guest this week for the Thursday interview. Uh, am I speaking to the real Michael Healy Ray? Well, I suppose how, how many are there? There's, I, is this I, an act? Oh, God, no, no, this is no act because what you see is what you get. And, um, like, how would I put it to you? People try to make me out to be lots of different things, and I know there's an awful lot of people who hate me. And you know, I no, love... and I want to ask you about that, but I just yes. there, there's also an accusation that it's kind of hammed up a bit for the media. The, no, the, the, you're but playing like, a but, caricature of yourself. But maybe. but sure, what what is that? And uh, do you know, I don't. I I, I uh, some words I have trouble pronouncing them, and that's one of them that I can't say what you just said because I get stuck in it. My tongue gets tied when I try it. See, that, but I've, that's nonsense. Yeah, that's no, what no, but mean. It, no, that's what no, people no, mean. No, but it is. But it is. It is because I'll tell you why. I hear people using all different types of of terms, but like I don't know why they would even do that because like. Everybody is different and just like I don't ever try to make myself out to be something that I'm not. So like when you say, is that the real me? Sure, like it is what it is, you know, and this is what I have been, how, how would I say, brought up to. Like when I was young, I used to go around the country fighting elections, by elections uh, with my late father, mm. Morris Gallivan, Pat Skeren, people like that. And uh, I used to love it. And it is an awful thing to say, but I'd hear a TD died somewhere and I'd be delighted because it was three weeks off school. <laughs> for in, a by-election. Yeah, for a by-election. <laughs> yeah. And like, no no disrespect to the poor person that he'd be dead, but when I'd hear they were dead, I'd be delighted <laughs> because it would mean there's a by-election on, my father would be called in and to fight the election and I'd be off for three weeks from school and I enjoyed that. Well, do you then, if this is the real you, do you, do you take offence when people... I suppose paint you in a kind of in a negative light. I, I suppose I, the kind of the the kind of the the Gambian man maybe. Yes, is. I I don't take personal offence to anything because what I always say about people, it's like the people who write horrible. But it things. is offensive. 
it is also much rife heard some of the things that I have to listen to. And but I, I mean, you're a, you, you're, your character, your personality is a reflection of not only where you're from, but your upbringing. So they're like, they're offending your parents as well. Well, they are. And you know what's, what's worse than anything. And uh, thankfully, people trust me and they vote for me and they're insulting those people as well. Mm. But I would like to think that nobody can get under my skin because I have a particular person and obviously on, on news talk, I, 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 I know enough not to dare uh, name the person, but I'll put it this way. It's a person who, when I sit down in the doll, uh, an email will come in. Uh, when, I'm, when I go off this radio program, an email will come in and it will tell me what he thought of me, how stupid I am, how much of a bog man I am, how, how much of a shame I am to County Kerry. And uh, he'll say horrible things about my family, about my children. And uh, he continuously does this, continuously. And uh, he sent me a message last night uh, because I had been on a television program. And when I was in the car, leaving the television program, he sent me a horrible message. And he does this continuously. Mm. But, you know, isn't it a sad reflection in that person's life that, that he all he can do is concentrate and if I stand up inside the doll, the minute I sit down, bing, the email will come in and uh, you're making a fool of yourself again. You're, you're losing the rag again. You're doing, and I won't obviously use the language, the languages mm. and then these personal things about children of mine and things like that. And uh, no need in the world for it. Wouldn't he go away and do a bit of work for himself? Wouldn't he go away and do something productive for himself? And I'd actually send him a direct message. No, go away and get up tomorrow morning and do something. And do something productive. But don't mind waste your time thinking about me. Because, my God, there surely is a lot better things in the world to think about than thinking about me. But there are people, yes, there are people who I get on with and that I know are happy with the way I work. And then I know there are people who absolutely despise me and hate me for some reason or the other but do I take it personally no I don't the reason being I suppose if you're doing things in life it's the same as in business it's politics business anything isn't there going to be people that like you and there's going to be people that dislike you there's going to be people who don't give a damn whether we're alive or dead mm. they really wouldn't care they wouldn't wish you any ill will but at the same time uh you know, there's people on all sides. Most, most people, though, aren't faced with encountering or dealing with the people who don't like them. Do you know, the, the, the people who don't like them, they don't know. Maybe they don't like them. They certainly don't send them emails. Yes. I get that it takes a particularly thick but, skin but to, if to I, be able to ignore that. But if I'm walking along the street above in Dublin, I'll have people like that will be saying hello to me and talking to me and all that sort of thing, complete strangers that I never met before in my life. And that's very nice and it is lovely. But I certainly like, you know, you know, a lot of the time, like you will have a person walking by you and they mightn't have the courage to stop you up and start if you were blind, blind you. But like they make, a, you know, a little word here or there and they pass you by like, and again, I wouldn't use the language, but yeah. like that happens, you know. And like I've had very unusual things happen to me in my time. Uh, but like the majority of people are nice. The very vast majority of people are lovely. I love meeting people and I love having the crack with people. And more, most of all, you were asking me about the real me and what I like. I'll tell you what I like. I like dealing with people. I like having a bit of sport. I like having a bit of a laugh. And I like if I can go into a room and if there's people down and out inside in the room, if there's after being a bereavement or if there's something wrong, 
And if I can cheer them up a small bit and take their minds to a better place than where they were before I came into the room, as far as I'm concerned, then I'm doing all right. And that's what every one of us should be trying to do. And when you meet people, instead, it's way easier to smile than to frown. And it is like the gobshite that's sending me the rubbish messages all the time. Do you know, wouldn't he go away and smile and enjoy his life and give up thinking about me and think about something positive that he enjoys? And if he enjoys sport or his own family or do something else, then besides being preoccupied with a politician, it just doesn't make sense, you know. Well, listen, uh, Michael, I'm 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 almost loath to wrap it up because I know as soon as we wrap up the interview, you're going to get that email and you're going to have to deal with it. Uh, but uh, listen, uh, we appreciate your time. There's so much more we could well, have talked there's about. There's one final thing I'd like to yeah. say. It's just a message from Kerry. You are in the most beautiful town in the most beautiful county in the Western world, Killarney, County Kerry. We have an awful lot to offer, be it in tourism, culture. Music, dance. It look, I'm looking out here at the lakes, and it's just getting dark. And I, to be fair, there is no finer place in the world to be than in County Kerry. And on behalf of the business people, the workers who work in those businesses, I'd like to say to people around the country, thank you for supporting County Kerry back over the years, and especially in light of the pandemic and the the strife and the worries that people had. And we're grateful for the people who come to Kerry and support Kerry. Well, listen, thank you, Michael, for joining us. And can we once again say the absolute very best of luck and best wishes to Rosie and Michal walking down the aisle uh, tomorrow. And I hope you you walk straight, at least. Uh, Michael, listen, a pleasure. (laughs) And thanks a million for joining us here.